Even the biggest narcissist on the planet do not have great positive thoughts and beliefs about themselves internally. It's all a fake facade. Most of the time, the majority of us are cutting ourselves down verbally and internally and believing lies about ourselves to the point that you are paralyzed. Hands up. Right now where you are, put your hand up and testify. Just raise your hand wherever you are. I don't have to see you. You see you. And admit that right now. This is the Kimberbell Show. Let's just go on and spill the tea. This is one of the realest persons I've ever met in my darn life. You gotta watch this. My mission is to encourage every single woman. We're here to lift y'all up. There's no one more effective than moms. You mess with the bull, you gonna get the horns. I need coffee, I need Jesus, and I need therapy. (laughs) (laughs) If you can bring a smile to people's faces, why would you not? I love our kids, we love our husbands. What a blessing. (laughs) Okay. We're gonna dedicate this to you and finding your superpower. Okay, girl? True confidence is knowing who you are and why you're here. Red light is on. Oh, oh. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Kim Gravel Show. We changed the name, but this season is going to be our biggest one yet. We're still going to laugh together. We're also going to be building our confidence together and leveling up our lives. I got Zach with me. I can't do it without him. So buckle up, Buttercup, because this is going to be an episode you don't want to miss. The seven don'ts that you must always do right now. So this first episode of the Kim Gravel Show, Level Up Your Life, we are going to be talking about something, Zach, that I had written in this book. Now, I have got a book coming out very, very soon called Collecting Confidence. And this particular um, section is what we call the seven don'ts you must always do. I'm going to say that again, because this is a lot to take in. The seven don'ts you must always do. And I wrote that in the book because we're always focusing on what we need to do to build our confidence, to get ahead, to be successful. Because there's there's some things that you need to do to be successful, but just as important, there's some things that you don't need to do or don't always do. I know that's a weird, but you'll understand when I start reading them. Yeah, 100%. There was a time, uh, my son, and this is also in the book, he was um, playing basketball at, a, at, his, at his school. He was in the seventh grade. And he had this coach. And God love him. I mean, let me just tell y'all something right now. Uh, middle school, high school sports is now like, I feel like, I'm, I felt like I was at the NBA, right? It was a basketball. I felt like this dude was like, He was so high octane. And look, I'm all for hard work. You don't get to where I am today without working your can off. And you also don't get there without good coaching. So I'm all for it. Before everybody starts ripping me a new one and sending emails and going, Kim, coaching, these kids are soft. Don't give me all that bull, okay? I'm just going to tell you right now, this particular guy was off the chain out of control. He would call the boys losers. He would call them he would he would really demean them and 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 talk down. I mean, it was his te- he got it was passionate. It was his temper. I'm not saying he was a mean spirited person. He just couldn't control himself. And I remember yeah. one time Bo came home, and he was hanging his head held, head uh, hanging his head low, and 
I could tell his confidence, his spirit was being broken, and his confidence was was not there at all, but his spirit at this point was being broken by what his coach was saying to the whole team, including him. And he was sitting there, and he was eating his chicken nuggets, and I said, Bo, what the heck is going on with you? And he said, well, our coach calls us this. Our coach calls us this. I said, oh, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. I said, what is he doing? So normally the mama bear and all of us would pop out, Zach, and I would go, want to go beat that man within an inch of his life. Okay? <laughs> but something clicked in me as Bo was telling me these things. He was saying, you know, he calls the teams losers that they couldn't play basketball. He's saying all this stuff. And something came to my mind that my grandmother used to always say to me. And I said it to him that night. I said, son, don't believe everything others think about you. And he was like, what? I said, what he's calling you is not who you are. That might be what he thinks, but that's not truth. So you can't think. You can't believe everything others think about you. And so I just remember him going, like a light bulb went off. And he, at that point, had such power, not only of his circumstance, he couldn't help what the coach was going to call him. And bless his heart, just a little sidebar, the dude was fired, all right? So just let you know that mama bears did rise up in that situation. <laughs> but that's not the moral of the story. Bo, at that moment, took a hold of his thoughts. And that's where part of this list comes in. There's some don'ts that you must always do. And I'm going to read you that list, Zach. Can we, lead, can we go through that list and kind of talk about it one by one? Yeah, let's do it. For me, this list is so important. And when I saw this, Kim, so good, I was right? just like, it clicked with me. Yeah, right. It yeah. did with Bo that night too. First one, let's talk about it. Don't neglect your soul. Mm. All right? So that's the first one in the seven don'ts that you must always do. Don't neglect your soul. I think the foundation and the crux of everything is the soul. It's the spiritual part of who we are. We have to constantly be feeding our spirits. And I think that's the biggest thing that people neglect. So that's why it's number one. Don't neglect your soul. Yeah. When you neglect your soul, you almost dry up. I say, you know, you kind of die on the vine. You become parched. You become crusty. You become, you know... um, Dry, like dry bones. That is that healing water. That is that part of you where everything else flows from. How do you not neglect your soul? You know, I make it this. I make it a, a, a daily practice just to have quiet time. I just sit alone, ideally at the first part of the day, and just alone with my thoughts. I'll just sit in silence, or I'll pray, or I'll read scriptures, or I'll read a devotion. I really just get quiet and. Um, Really allow, instead of me talking all the time, because believe it or not, y'all, I love to talk. (laughs) Go figure. You do? Um, What? I know, it's hard to believe. Uh, So, you know, whatever, Um, you know. But I, I, I try to really be quiet because it's in that stillness that I feel like I'm hearing and I'm listening and I'm more open. So, um, and also things I love to do that make me happy feeds my soul, whether it be, you know, hanging out with my kids when 
Well, should I even say that? Sometimes it's not hanging out with my kids. I was about Sometimes to say, really? Hanging what? out with your kids is what makes you happy and feeds your soul kids? Well, I mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, recently, they've been pretty good. They've been okay. Good. Now, All right, over good. the holidays, over the holidays now, about like, because they were off for two and a half weeks. Well, so they're like, on their best seven, behavior. They got the elf on the shelf watching them. It's like, <laughs> I am the elf on the shelf. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm growing a white beard as we speak at Santa Claus. So don't give me, they don't even believe all of that. They know, they call me Miss Moneybags, okay? Things that fill your soul also are, are things that you enjoy doing, you know, like walking in nature or, you know, getting a facial. Oh my God, that fills yeah. everything. That fills my physical and my soul. Um, I don't know, watching a great movie, just chilling out, escaping, you know, with, you know, your hubby, going on date night or going with the girlfriends, there's a lot of different ways to fill your soul. But I would say the first way to start is just to get still and get quiet. That's a good yeah. place to start. Yeah. The second don't you must always do is don't believe everything you think about yourself. Now watch this, Zach. Mm, okay. This is beyond just thinking negatively. Because I'm, I'm, I'm really good at that. I'm really good at thinking negatively. We all are. Say. We're all so good at cutting ourselves down. We are our biggest hater. We always yeah. say, I get so tickled. All these people, the haters and the haters and the haters on social media. Honey, the haters ain't got nothing on us because yeah. we hate on ourselves and talk to ourselves so bad internally. I can't tell you. These, these are some of the, and if you can relate to me right now, hands up. Just wherever you're watching or listening right now, hands up if you've ever thought this about yourself. I'm fat. I'm too old. I'm a terrible parent. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not rich enough. What other people think about me must be awful. There's no way I could possibly ever accomplish this. I don't have the education for it. Um, there's no way I can have a great relationship because I'm so unlovable. I can go on and on and on about yeah. the things that we think about ourselves. I yeah. promise you, I'm going to challenge everybody to listen to this, you know, because if pe people will be honest with themselves, ha very rarely, even the biggest narcissist on the planet, and I know a few could list them right now, but won't, even the biggest narcissist on the planet do not have great positive thoughts and beliefs about themselves internally. It's all a fake facade. Most of the time, the majority of us are cutting ourselves down verbally and internally and believing lies about ourselves to the point that you are paralyzed. Hands up. Right now where you are, put your hand up and testify. Just raise your hand wherever you are. I don't have to see you. You see you. And admit that right now. 100%. Don't believe it, Zach. Don't believe everything you think about yourself. Mm. Now, I'm not saying you need to be in delusion land where you always talk about yourself. I'm perfect. I'm this. I'm this. I don't make mistakes. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the self-loathing, hateful things that we say to ourselves that are simply untruths. Totally. The reason number three is after number two so number two is don't believe everything you think about yourself. Number three is what I told Bo, don't believe everything others think about you is because if you, if you don't do number two, you won't do number three. Watch this. Um, wow. 
If you believe everything you think about yourself, and it's the self-hate and self-loathing, mm-hmm. you will automatically be- believe and be offended and be hurt by what others say about you. I need a hand clap for that one. When you don't believe everything you think about yourself, it don't matter what other people say about you. You won't believe it. Yeah. It's compounded criticism that starts internally and then it's verified and validated by others. You won't believe the outside haters, baby, if you don't hate on you first. Do you know how many bad things are said about me, Zach? Lots. I mean, you've been on TV. I can imagine yeah. a lot of people have said a lot of terrible things about you, Kim. I don't know. Actually, I terrible. honestly, like, that's one of the things that scares me the most about putting myself out there on a show like this is, like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, that's I've never experienced that, right? I've never experienced the, like, hate of just strangers. Yeah. And I don't well, know how you deal with that. But but it doesn't matter what the the strangers hate that you have if you if you totally self-love and don't like yourself. That's 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 you're your own worst enemy. So number two, right. number three doesn't happen if you fix number two. There's so many people that have said so many things about me, Zach, that now when I hear them, I I I, I feel sorry for them. I actually, my heart goes out to them in absolute love, and I just want to envelop them and talk to them and find out where that pain is coming from. But we ain't talking about them. We're talking about you. Because what others say about you says more about them than it says about you. So no, when someone's cutting you down and standing in your way and being abusive or nasty to you verbally. First of all, you can't believe what they say. And yeah. second of all, the way you react to it is in, hmm, they must be saying really terrible things about themselves to themselves. Totally right about that. That's so deep. I'm going to let that sit and go to number four. Are you overworked? underpaid, exhausted, but love your kids so much and want to be the best mama for them. How about the best version of you? You deserve that. I'm Gianna Demedio-Simon. And I'm Casey McDonald-Hosmer, and we are moms who absolutely love our new roles in life. But man, were we not prepared for some of the fine print in the job description. We want a connection with our children and our partner that doesn't come at the cost of the relationships with our own selves. We're helping you mother up every Monday on your favorite podcast player. Also, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at motheruppod. What's number four, Kim? Don't take yourself too seriously. Can I stop you for yeah. a second? Because when we started this show, like when we started yeah. LOL with Kim Gravel almost two years ago, that was like the first thing you said to me was like, I don't want to take myself too seriously. You can't. I think about that a lot, actually. This is one of the things that you've taught me, and it's really resonated with me. I'm telling you why. Uh, Because when you can own, laugh at, and live in the moment of authenticity, right? That's basically what Mm -hmm. I'm saying. It's just be authentically you. Don't, don't, 
I always say take what you do very seriously, your work, your parenting, your, your you know, taking care of your health. That we should take seriously. But taking ourselves to the point of like what others think about me and how does this reflect on me and are my kids a reflection on me? I mean, all of that is just um, a bunch of bull crap. We all are human and make mistakes. Learn to laugh at yourself. There's a story in the book. Um, it's called what I call the pantyhose story. It is one for the books. It is where I learned how to do this don't so well on a stage with like 500 people in the audience. I was singing. My pantyhose exploded. They were basically coming down around my knees. It was a mixed crowd. I had to sit there and go run off the stage in total embarrassment or just own that bad boy and let it rip. So you got to read the book to find out how the story ended. But that is why I did number four. Don't take yourself so seriously. 100%. I was cracking up when I read that, Kim, too. Don't do it. I'm not going to give it away. I'm not going to give it away. Don't give it away. But when, when things like that happen, when momentum like that, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've done that on live TV. Lean into it. Embrace yep. it. Okay? There's nothing more beautiful than making people laugh. Listen, you can teach people something, you can buy them something, you can entertain them with crazy reality TV, but to make people laugh, that's hard. But if you don't take yourself too seriously, you'll always come out on top. And people, they, they love authenticity, so don't take yourself too seriously. Okay, number five. Mm -hmm. This is a good one. Don't allow momentary desires to distract you from who you're becoming. Okay. I have no idea what that means. Okay, I'm going to say it again. <laughs> Don't allow momentary desires to distract you from who you're becoming. This is what happens to us. We got to go. Boop, boop, boop. We're going to do this. We're going to start this business. And we're going right away and we're very energized and we're getting it and we're doing the thing and we're accomplishing. And then something comes in to distract us, whether it either be a great business deal, but it's a little shady or a little unethical. Uh, you're in a great marriage, a great relationship, and you're tempted by the fruit of another, if you know what I mean. Tempted um, by the fruit. Sorry. Fruit of another. Um, it's always those little momentary desires that distract, where that grass looks a little greener. Because when you are becoming your best self, when you are evolving into this person of success, it does not happen overnight. I have been working to be sitting in this seat right now talking to you on QVC, on television, writing books for over two and a half decades. Mm. Now, don't get tired because it's also not too late for you. I don't care if you haven't been working on something for two and a half decades. I'm not talking about working on the actual products or content or any of that. I'm talking about I've been working on becoming a person for this platform. Yeah. So right now you are becoming what you are called to be. So don't get distracted with a momentary desire that is, is, is nothing more to get you off of your chosen path. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm thinking about all the like little momentary desires, like all the little traps I've fallen in over the years, all the opportunities all I didn't take because I like did something else that seemed so shiny and new or whatever. 
desire is, you know, it, it's, a, it's a good word, but also can be a bad word too. Yeah. You know, just because you desire it doesn't mean it's right for you. And honey, that could be a whole, that could be a whole episode. <laughs> can I just say <laughs> having now a five-year-old, like it makes me sort of realize that and like deep down inside, we're all just basically five. Like where we walk into the store and you're like, right. I want that. And I want that. I and want I want that. that. I want, I want that. that. And it's like, that's what it's like to yes. walk around a store with a five-year-old. And like, we're all just sort of hiding that in ourselves. Yeah. But also there's a desire to have revenge. There's a, mm. people have desires that to, you know, uh, control a situation to get what they want. I mean, there's so yeah. many things, not just physical things, but there's so many things that we do that distract us from walking in our calling and who we're becoming. Okay. Number six, don't accept less from yourself or from others. Now, this is a big one. Now, let me just tell you something. Okay. 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 Uh, we are living in a less than society period. No one wants to work hard. No one wants to show up. No one wants to do the hard work. No one wants to take the time it takes to do it. No, uh, very few people have the stick it to itness to really get there. But I want to tell you right now, if you are accepting less from yourself or from others, the time to stop is right now. If you are not giving 100% to your life your dreams and your goals every day, the time to start doing that is right now. And what happens is that expectation becomes a lazy habit. Right. And our habits are so hard to break, Kim. Expecting less from ourselves and from our others, if we're not careful, becomes a lazy, habitual process that we do every day. Oh, okay. Well, we didn't save that money. We spent, we overspent or we didn't work out or we didn't do that homework assignment. And it becomes easier and easier. And I'm preaching to the choir here. I have done that over and over and over and over and over. And then what happens is, Zach, we start expecting less from others. Because yeah. we feel the guilt and shame that we have done everything we have to do. Yeah, I've told, I've been there. I live there. I, I, I had this conversation recently um, with a friend of mine, and we were just talking about she had some trauma um, from her childhood that she's still dealing with today. And I think we always do. We all have, and pain is pain. So I, I'm not making light of any of our pains from our past. But she was saying to me, um, Kim, I think your parents really expected a lot of you as a child, more so than they did your sister. Oh, interesting. And when she said it, it just, something came all over me, and I was almost like, oh my gosh, they did. They still do. And then I thought about what I do with my own two children. My eldest, I expect so much more from Bo than I do my youngest. That's really interesting. It's true. And when she said it, it made me, it, it something like bing, bing, bing in my inside, kind of like, it, it was painful. It was like a pain, it was like scratching a scab, okay? But then she said something that I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad you said this because I was going down the rabbit hole of, oh my God, my parents expect, you know, I was going through this whole, bless my heart, and oh my gosh, and I was spiraling out of control. And then she said, 
but it was for your training. It trains you to do what you're going to do, what you're doing now. And I was like, it! that number six from the don't you must always do is right. <laughs> Expect more from yourself. Don't put pressure on yourself to perform better or do it, but expect more of yourself because you're worth it. And, and, and it's in you and you have it in you to be everything you were created to be. Expect it. And then expect it from others. If someone's going to be your friend, they're going to make mistakes. But have expectation of loyalty and kindness and love. Even when you fight, you get back up and you love. Even when you have a falling out, you get back up and you make up and you keep on going on. Expectations and have those up front. Like there is no, when Bo comes home, there is no, I'm not going to do my work tonight because I don't, uh-uh. You do the work. You do the work or I get your phone. That's the expectation. And he rises and rises and you know, he's doing so well in school and on a great trajectory to graduate with honors and the whole, go to college and, and be a successful young man. But the expectation, I don't let up on that pedal, y'all, from him. Don't let up. Expect greatness because it's in you. And when you have that and you're showing that, Zach, others will rise to that occasion. And you start attracting other people who are yes, also at that level. Come on, that's okay. That's why we, you and I are attracted to each other. All right, here we go. Yep. Number seven. This is probably the most important one. And Zach, I'm really going to preach to the choir with you on this one, okay? Do it. Don't wait for the perfect conditions to live your life. When I lose 10 pounds, I'm gonna. When I save enough money, I'm gonna. When the interest rates go down, I'm gonna. When the new year starts, I'm gonna. Um, when I get where I can work part-time with my full-time job, I'm gonna write that book. When I wait till my kids are out of high school, I'm gonna start that um, small business out of my house. When I finish taking care of my um, aging parent, I'm gonna then take care of my health. I mean, I, I could go on if y'all want me to. But we're always trying to wait for those perfect conditions, and they never come. Uh, I look back at a picture from 10 years ago, and I say, oh, my God, if I was just that size 10 years ago. And I remember looking at the picture 10 years ago, and oh, my God, it's so terrible. I look terrible. When I do this, when I, when I, when I can join a gym, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do something about it. And I'm always waiting for the perfect conditions to celebrate where I'm at. I'm always waiting for the perfect conditions to take that next step. And I'm telling you, I have learned there is never a perfect time for anything. There's the right time, but there's never the perfect time. Oh, okay, Kim, but how do we know when the right time is? Well, you won't know if there's any time if you don't take a step. Live your life. Y'all, we go around this thing one time. Live your life. Start now. And, and, and don't beat yourself up that you didn't start yesterday. Because there's always today. And there's always a tomorrow. But again, we get in this cycle. And we start 
you know, believing everything, all this negative stuff that we say about ourselves. We take ourselves too seriously. We, we let momentary distractions and desires um, get in the way of becoming who we are meant to be. We accept less from ourselves and then in turn accept it less from others. We neglect our soul. Um, and then we wait for the perfect conditions to move forward with our lives. <laughs> Stop. Stop that and start living. And for you, that might be taking an art class. That may be painting. That may be writing that journal. That may might be taking that um, quiet time. That might be taking that trip to South Africa you've been wanting to take. That might be, you know, starting a new sport. That might be working out. That might be starting a podcast. That might be, you know, doing a numerous amount of things. But just start living your life. Quit waiting for the right conditions. Quit waiting for the right amount of money, quit writing for the right person to come along and help you. None of that is going to happen. None of it. No one's going to come help you. No one's going to come. You're not going to ever have enough money. You're never going to be in the right age. You're never going to be at the right um, health level. You just got to start. And you say, don't think about the hard work. Don't think about what you've got to sacrifice. Just start. Take the first step. If you do these seven don'ts that you must always do, you want to talk about leveling up your life to the point that you'll be coming on the podcast saying, Kim, you're not going to believe how my life changed. Because these things are game changers. They're life changers. And the time is now. All your pain, all of your trauma, all of your mistakes, all of your uh, bad decisions, all of your good decisions, all of that, we can talk about the good stuff too, but that ain't what we struggle with, y'all. We struggle with shame, what we've done in the past. I'm, I'm too, I've messed up too much. All of that, all those things are helping you to come to something, become something. And all of these things that we mentioned today, this seven don'ts you must always do, those are all little stumbling blocks trying to stop you from living your life. And I want to tell you, I don't have it all together, but I've lived enough life to sit here and tell you right now, the things that I have learned have come through the rough, tough times, the valleys. I've learned so much more by losing than I ever did winning. And those losses, that pain, and that hard-earned work is what has made me be able to sit here and say this to you right now. And I'm telling you, if you ain't dead, you ain't done. There's more for you. So get about it. It's time. It's 2023, y'all. And the Kim Gravel Show is going to help you Level up your life. The Kim Gravel Show is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden and Sarah Noto. Our cover art is designed by Sanaz at Mamarian Creative and Mike Kligerman edits the show. And a special thanks to the team at QVC. Head over to thekimgravelshow.com and sign up for our mailing list. Again, we can't do this without you, so thank you for listening, and we love you.
you dancing? You dancing? You look like a Muppet from like the 1980s. Like you're just doing like this. Well, I'm trying not to like make noise and be too distracted. No, I mean, like, most like, like oh, uh, uh, and you're going. I could like shimmy. Do you want me to shimmy with it? Like, yeah, that's, you like that's that? better. You, 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 you are. We are a physical, spiritual, and what are, what are we? What are the three things? Are we Zach? Physical, spiritual. Physical, spiritual. Mental and tired. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you born, in. Zach? What year were you born? I was born in 1986. Okay, I'm going to shut this down. We'll what? talk to y'all later. Bye. <laughs> 86. <laughs> I got to pull up my panties for that one. <laughs>